Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. I'm Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Oftentimes when we talk about love, we present it as with limits, that if you do this or if you do that, love can stop. But I want to show you through the scriptures that we as believers full of the Spirit of God are supposed to have a love that's without limits. I hope you enjoy this episode. As a believer, love is always present in our lives. It is a word that's always going to come up in our dealings and our interaction with people and our interaction with God because love governs our two most important relationships as believers, our relationship with God and our relationship with mankind. Now, because we in this earth, we have interactions with human beings that make us begin to question love and, and, and change our definition or our mind when it comes to love. So much so we put limits on it. And after our experiences, we begin to say, I'm not going to love. I'm going to let that person go. I'm not going to forgive. But today I want to show you through the scriptures to take a walk through them to show you that as believers, we got a love that's limitless. A love without limits because it's the love that God showed us. Let's take a look at 1 Corinthians 13 and 4. Um, it's a very familiar text, and I'll be reading it from the NIV version. If you have the King James Version, the word love will be replaced with charity. And charity and love, both those words mean benevolence, an outpouring of love. All right? So let's look at 1 Corinthians 13 and 4. It says this, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love never fails. When we see this definition and description of love right here from the, from the Apostle Paul, we see that whatever limit or whatever limitations that we can put on love is removed by the power of God, removed by the Holy Ghost. Because God has given us an example of love that has no restrictions. It said love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Um, if you look at the King James Version, it will say love even thinketh no evil. So we got to remember that love has no limits when it comes to the Lord. The Bible says in Romans 5 and 9, it says this, But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When we were sinners, God did not stop loving, but he made a plan that we could be redeemed through sending his son, Jesus. And the Bible said God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Never in the process of this time when, when God had Jesus on earth did he say, I'm not going to let Jesus die for the sins of the world. Every time there's been issues throughout the scripture, when you see how God deal, deals with mankind, he always shows love and grace in the midst of situations. No matter how they act, there's a remnant, there's forgiveness. Love is always available. The love of God is always available to anyone that will receive it. 
So as believers and followers of Christ, we have to make the love of God available to those that we come in contact with, to everyone in our lives. Everyone that we deal with has to experience the love of God. And you may say, listen, how do I love without a limit? Simply relying on the Holy Spirit. In Galatians 5 and 22, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit of God is love. So we have the Holy Spirit, and so we have the love of God in our hearts. Um, Romans 5 says that the love of God has been shed abroad our hearts by the Holy Ghost. That means if I just let go of my will, let go of my mindset, let go of my ideas, then I will be able to love. But as long as I reckon myself alive to, and keep myself attached to my old sin nature, to the definition I got love of love from the world, then I'll always have an issue loving. But once I die to myself and say, God, I'm in your hands and I'm going to love the way you love, then I will see the freedom that it comes from showing the love of God. Listen, one thing that happens that causes us to limit our love is that we have what they call during contracts is a contingency clause. Now, a contingency clause is a, is a contract provision that requires a specific event or action to take place in order for a contract to be considered valid. If the party that is required to satisfy the contingency clause is able to do so, the other party is released from its obligations. So we have contingency clauses in our relationships. And so what we say is we have these expectations and these clauses. And if you don't do this, this is where my love stops. The, but my, the buck stops here. I draw the line here. That is a contingency clause that always, you, and that we use to release ourselves from the obligation of loving others. But understand this, as believers in Christ, we don't have a contingency clause. We don't get to stop our love. We don't get stopped to, to stop to show the love of God to anyone because God has given us his love and his love never stops. His love never ceases. We learn right here in 1 Corinthians 13, his love never fails. Let's look at Matthew 5 and chapter on um, verses 40, 44, uh, 43 to see what God said about his love. He says, look, you have heard it said that you should love your neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. That, that use you and persecute you, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and he sent it rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not the publicans do the same? And if you salute your brother only, what do you more than the publicans? Be ye perfect, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. So God is saying right here, with my love, I don't have a limit on it. People that are good and people that are bad get the blessings and get to experience the love and grace of Christ. So I got to remove that contingency clause out of my love. That once you do this, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make a decision, different decision. Listen, it is okay to have expectations in relationships. I'm not saying don't have expectations. I'm not saying that people get to do you any kind of way. That's not what I'm saying. Please remove that from your thinking. But I'm telling you that we have to love when the expectations are not met. When the expectations are not met, I love. 
when you move against me or someone moves wrong against you, I still love. Now, I'm not talking about tolerating unscrupulous behavior and abuse and things like that. Remove it from the worst extent. I'm talking about being able to love and show the love of Christ inside the situation. To not think evil over someone. To not to hate. To, to be able to forgive. To be able to look past. To even be able to reconcile in situations because the love of Christ is ever present in my life. We got to be merciful and kind and love this way. Look, we got to take the limits of our love. The Bible says we should have fervent love toward one another. The Bible wants us to tell us over and over again that we have to love. The Bible said God so loved us that he sent his son to be the perpetuation for our sins. And he said that if he so much loved us, we ought to love one another. So we got to remove the limits. Yeah, what they did hurt. Yeah, what they did was very disappointing. But I'm going to look beyond what they did and going to love. How do I love? Yeah, you may say, Jeremy, you don't know what they did. You're right. I don't know what they did. But I know what God did for you. And I know what God did for me. God saved my soul. God delivered me. God sent his son. God was merciful and kind and gracious to me. God had blessed you and, and kept you and saved you and showed you love when you didn't deserve. So I know what God did. And I know what he is doing for me. And when we remember what God has done for us, all the love and all the kindness, that's when we can remove the limits from our love. When we remember what God has done, then we can love like we've never been hurt. We can't allow our prior knowledge and previous experiences to govern our love. We keep allowing other things, our past hurts and pain, to govern how we love. Like with the governing rule of our love, we got to move those proud knowledge. We got to remove those past experiences. We got to remove the wisdom of men from our minds and from our hearts and love without a limit. Love the way God has loved you. Every time you need a repentance, God has had made it available. Every time you need a grace, God has it available. And so that's the love that we should love one another. Man, we got to love one another without a limit. Because love will cover a multitude of sins. If I love, I won't think evil. If I love, I won't keep a record of wrong. If I walk in this love, it will not be done in the flesh. But if you were done by the Spirit of God, if you reckon yourself to be dead, to sin and alive unto God, if you know that you're dead and your life is here with Christ in God, if you surrender your members to God only and walk in the Spirit, that you won't fulfill the lust of your flesh, you can love without a limit. Listen, I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope something I said today has brought you joy, has brought you hope, has brought you conviction or correction to help you walk out your life with Christ. And I pray today that you will take the limits off your love that you can see what God will do for your faithfulness. Thank you again for joining me. May God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. 
if you prayed that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.